Hey everybody, this is your host Rusty James. It is Saturday, October 17th, 2015, and this is the ride. So if you didn't notice, this is our second episode today. I thought I had some new information I wanted to pass on, so here we go. So my chore today, this morning, on the road was to get to my land that I used to own, clear out all my garbage and junk and stuff out of a storage unit there, and hightail it back to my house. And we got church tonight, so I gotta get home, get unpacked, and get cleaned up, and get on the road. So, but I got 30 minutes with you, so let's do this. A couple things I was noticing as I cleaned out my storage unit. Now, a couple things I'm gonna to explain to you, and maybe one's gonna gross you out a little bit, but that's okay. I think you can take it. Fellow riders, they can take it. If they've stayed with me this long. So, you know, this is out in the country, and I'm cleaning out this storage unit, and you know, little critters get in there. Mice in particular. And I had everything just about cleaned up, and I noticed that there was a little nest in the corner and I didn't want to disturb it too much. I'll let the, the new owners manage that because I'm not gonna, I didn't have time to mess around, you know? And uh, so anyway, but I noticed that it was a mother with her little baby mice. Isn't that fun? Isn't that a great picture? And I was making all this ruckus and I was noticing that this little mouse, now, I don't like mice. I don't like mice in my stuff. You know what I'm saying? They don't smell good. They don't look good to me. But those little baby mice to that mother, her life re revolves around making sure those little baby mice are protected. I mean, that's her calling in life is to protect her offspring and it got me thinking about you know the motherly instinct of humans and how fierce that is I don't know if you're a mother or if you ever had a mother probably one of those two will apply your mother had an instinct a natural instinct to protect you and it's fierce. I got to thinking about that as I was driving out of my land today. You know, that kind of explains why mothers of criminals, they don't see their, their son or daughter as a criminal so much. They see them probably as who they wanted them to be or who they saw them as they were maturing before they, you know, made the wrong decisions. And they almost can't they can't maybe see the reality of the situation. Maybe they won't. And it's this instinct that's so strong. It's like, you know, I, I couldn't really appreciate it until I became a father. This parenting instinct, how fierce and how jealous for that child it is. Can you relate to that? As parents, I know you can relate to that. If you're not a parent, you have to take my word for it. There is this supernatural protection 
that just rises up in someone who has a child. I think it's great. I think it's God-given. And as strong as that is, and this is what I want to get to, as strong as that is, there is a stronger, fiercer, protective love that exists. Of course, you know where this is coming from, right? It's an eternal kind of protection. It's an eternal love, fierce, jealous, angry love for those who are the offspring. Well, you and I are the offspring. We're the adopted heirs of a kingdom that we don't fully see. We can't fully appreciate the depth of this kingdom. But the king is the fierce father who loves you beyond the level of fierceness you could ever experience on planet Earth. Now, you know what I'm talking about when I say fierce. A type of love that will protect in a way that preserves. I don't, I can't even explain it with earthly words what I know that my Father in Heaven has emotionally toward me. I hope I'm drawing an, a decent picture of this and perhaps it's hard maybe for you to understand especially if you are not a parent and the relationship you had with your parents growing up was maybe strained and maybe wasn't you didn't experience that fierceness of a protection and love toward you. It might be hard to draw any kind of parallel. But if you've got something in your life that you want to protect, I don't know, I mean, it could be something inanimate even. You know, you're, you're a gamer and you've got this Xbox or you've got this computer and you, and you, you wouldn't mistreat it. You, you would want to protect it. You want to when you have to move it from place to place, you put it in the most preserving packaging you could do. One that wouldn't rattle it too much. You want it to be safe. Or if you are babysitting and you want that child or those children under your care to be safe, you take extra precautions. You might learn how to do CPR. You might learn how to feed and preserve those in your care. You might learn that maybe going to this place with them isn't the smart move because it's dangerous. So you avoid danger. And you almost have a fierce, protective, I'm going to take care of business kind of attitude. Well, the best thing that you could ever do pales to the level of dedication that God has toward you. You know, in my earlier podcast today, I had made a comment. Well, my 2014 self made a comment about how I didn't recognize that God was looking out for me during a period of difficulty. Or I didn't recognize He was there. Or maybe what was more appropriate is I didn't take the time to recognize that, even though He really was. And because of that, I did not recognize his dedication for my preservation. I do now and I want to encourage you that God is not just off in heaven uh, bouncing around on a cloud somewhere being told by the angels, hey did you know about this person over there? And you're like, oh let me look, look at my clipboard. 
Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're going through some difficulty. I should probably send an angel to help them. Or I should probably, you know, look into that. Maybe tomorrow. It's not like that at all. That puts a lot of humanity into who God is. And God is not a human. He came to earth as a human to redeem you and me. But God Almighty should not be defined by human attributes like we sometimes do. So anyway, that's my encouragement to you today to know that your father is a jealous, loving father who wants to protect you and keep you safe. And part of the protection for you is his discipline so that you recognize things that are dangerous. Just like that babysitter there. You know, that, that example I used... It requires someone to learn something and maybe learn the hard way what's dangerous and what's not, right? Well, God wants to keep you out of danger. That's why he has discipline for us to keep you out of danger. That's part of how he keeps us safe and preserved. So maybe next time you think about all of those rules that you got to live by, think about why they're there and the purpose for them is to bring you to a place of safety. Okay, so that's point one. I got another point here. As I'm driving home, I'm looking at my trailer, which I got to say is loaded down pretty decently. Nothing blowing around. It's nice and tight. Been on the highway 70 miles an hour. No sweat. I'm loving the fact that I can see my 4x4 in there, ready for some off-roading. The thing is, it's kind of tied down well. It'd be dangerous if I had stuff in there just bouncing around, flying out, potentially hitting other people. Would you agree? You ever see somebody driving down the road with their trailer full of whatever it is and it looks like, man, I don't want to drive behind that. I'm going to get some shrapnel in, in my front windshield. Let's give some clearance there. I want to, I want to hang back, see what happens. I don't want to get too invested in my space with that trailer. It looks like it might explode at any minute. You get a gust of wind, the environment changes, and boom, all that stuff's going to just fall on me. Don't you want to be traveling the road of life, fellow riders, with people who got their trailers properly secured? The wind of the day isn't going to burst some box of stuff that's just going to shatter all over your windshield. You know what I'm saying. There are people who are going through life, who are riding through life with their trailers in disarray. Maybe they don't know how to strap things down. Maybe they don't know what the standard is for traveling. Maybe they think if they can just get from point A to point B... Stuff is supposed to happen as it does. If stuff blows around, well, it's supposed to, it was meant to be, I guess. Now, I just passed somebody that had six snowmobiles on the back of their trailer. By the way, there was a little bit of snow today in Michigan, October 17th. And that snowmobile trailer, you better believe, those things were nice looking, by the way. And you better believe they had them strapped down. They don't want those moving around and getting damaged in the wind. And it's kind of windy today. My point, you know my point. You know exactly where I'm going with this thing. We need to secure that which we are bringing with us through life. Secure, secure. What does secure mean? 
Well, who are, who's traveling with you through your life? Well, your family, mainly. I guess maybe the main thing is the relationships that you have, right? You want the people in your life, in your circle, to be like bouncing around and not tied to any kind of standard, not tied to that which is firm, that which will keep them protected from bouncing around in the weather of the day. Men especially, listen to me. You're the one driving this vehicle. You are kind of a spiritual head to your home. That means you establish kind of the security of the home. Now mothers play a role too, and just like I talked about earlier, there is a fierce motherly instinct. There's also a fierce fatherly instinct. And right now I want to challenge the men. Whether you're a parent or not, someday you might become a parent. This should be apparent to you that you need to establish your life in a way that there is security. And if you need to rest in what God has, okay? He's a, a secure, He's our rock. He's a foundational element. You get secure with that, and then the things around you can kind of be secure to you, and you can help direct people to be secure to God. Do you see that? You don't want to be traveling down the road with your trailer just bouncing all over the place, stuff spilling out, people standing back because they don't want to get messed over by the mess that you're, that's in your wake. You know what I'm talking about. Ultimately, we need to be helping those who have those kind of trailers in life because there's plenty of them. We want to make sure our trailers get the contents or are those around us from point A to point B safely and have it be a witness to other people who have trailers in disarray that, hey, you know what, look at that one. Maybe, maybe we can do what he's doing. It looks like it's a much safer way to be. That trailer is a witness to me. That trailer is a witness to me. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know about you guys, what you think about this podcast, but I gotta tell you, either I'm just wacky, but I love the fact that I can see what's around me and draw parallels to Scripture. I'm seeing horses right now. I'm seeing a house that just got painted. I'm seeing a car that needs to be washed. I'm seeing cars that are lined up behind a slow-moving vehicle. I see trees that are shedding leaves. I see potholes in the pavement. I see a guy with one light out. All of these things speak to me. And I love it. I don't think I'm going to ever run out of things to say. <laughs> and I I hope that's a good thing. <laughs> I hope you don't think that's a bad thing. I'm encouraged when I look around at the world around me. Maybe this is what the Lord's talking about when he says that when you you can see him in his handiwork and you can see the handiwork of God and I and I see it all around me. 
I hope I'm encouraging to those who are listening to this podcast. I hope that you know that you can have a relationship with God, the God that I'm talking about, the one who has a fierce love toward you. Fierce in that he doesn't want you to fall by the wayside and and not know him. He wants you to know him. And he also doesn't want you to be tripped up by the enemy so that you would miss out on knowing him. And part of his part of his plan is to have me speak into a phone on a near daily basis on the chance that you're going to have an opportunity to pick up this audio. Do I think high of myself? You better believe it. You know why? Because God uses every one of us. And He's using me right now. I think it's pretty exciting to think that when I go home to meet my Maker, I will see people there. Seriously, I will see people there that are from places I've never even visited physically. But the audio from this had gone there. You think this is crazy to talk this way? No, I don't. I think it's just faith-filled, hope-filled, power of God, fierce love-filled. That's what it is. Without a doubt, this is why I'm doing it. And help me grow up. We all need to grow up. My trailer isn't perfect, uh, but I'm, I'm wanting to make it better and better every day. And I am at my destination, so you know what that means. My sign-off is here, which means I'm going to tell you to stay in that word, to live in peace, to pray for those who persecute you, and make sure that you pack your trailer good. Ask the Lord for wisdom on how to pack a trailer, and I will see you on the flip.